behind every successful podcast is hard work and good tools. Now, there are a lot of podcasting tools out there to help you create, edit, and publish your episodes, but it can be hard to cut through the clutter. So today I'm going to share information with you about the tools that I use behind the mic to bring this podcast to you every week. Hopefully it'll help you narrow down the choices because it can be a bit overwhelming. Now keep in mind, all tools are not created equal. So while I'm sharing what I use, you need to determine what works for you based on your experience level with technology and your individual needs. So grab a pen and paper so you can take notes and look closer at the tools that you're thinking about using to produce your podcast. Welcome back to the More Than Capable Mompreneur Podcast. I'm Shannon Baker, a coffee-loving mompreneur that started as a virtual assistant and turned into a total systems geek. And I want to help you shift your mindset and embrace your worthiness while creating systems in your business so you can be more productive and build success on your own terms without the mom guilt. Are you loving that? Well, I hope you're ready for real conversations that will help you beat the perfectionist inside, rediscover your strengths, and up-level your self-love in the mom parts of time so you can stop letting fear hold you back because you are enough and you do enough. We are more than capable mompreneurs. So grab your cup of coffee, some sparkling water, or pour a glass of your favorite wine, and let's dive in. So let me just start by saying I'm very excited because I love talking about tools. So today you're gonna get a peek at some of the tools that I use behind the mic to produce this podcast. Now I did a similar episode before and shared five of my favorite tools that I use in my business overall. That's episode 14 if you wanna check it out. Some of them are on the list today, but not all of them, because some are very specific to podcasting. Now before I tell you more about the tools that I use, I have a disclaimer. All tools do not work for everyone, so you need to determine what tool works for you. Make sure you review your tools and your processes at least once a year to make sure things are still working efficiently and correctly. Now, most of the tools that I'm gonna share have a free version, so you can kind of kick the tires, and I say that in air quotes, and then there are others that you can try for free for a few days, or just give it a try with the entry level plan. So let's go ahead and start talking about the tools that I use and how I use them. Tool number one, just use your phone to record. One thing you don't want to get hung up on is buying a bunch of expensive equipment to get started with podcasting. You have a mobile phone, so just use it. When I started this podcast, I did not have an external microphone. So I just practiced where I needed to hold the phone while recording to make sure that it had good quality sound. Now I do have an external mic, but it's a lavalier microphone that I plug into my iPhone or into my laptop and it only cost me $13.99. I'm gonna put a link to that microphone in the show notes if you wanna purchase one for yourself. Tool number two, Trello. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or we're connected online, you know I am a Trello geek. It's an amazing online project management tool that enables you to organize and prioritize projects. And since you can visually track the progress of your podcast episodes, the uses are endless. I use it to brain dump 
podcast episode ideas. I track tasks from the show notes to recording to editing, publishing, and creating blog posts inside of my Trello board for my podcast. I have created a card template that I use for every single episode, whether it's a solo episode or a guest episode, and that contains a checklist so I can just check the tasks off as they're completed, which is very helpful when it comes to creating images and even content because I batch a lot of my work. Tool number three, the Acuity Scheduling app. Now, Acuity is an online scheduling tool and that's the one that I use, but there's Calendly and some other ones that you may use as well. But it's preset with my availability for all of my business calls. All I do is provide a link and with one quick click, appointments are booked based on my availability without the back and forth messaging. It's synced to my Google Calendar So my availability is in real time as long as I've done my part and kept my calendar up to date. I prefer to batch tasks for my podcast as well. So one thing I've done in my calendar on the back end is block one afternoon a week, which is when I record guest podcast episodes and do all things related to the podcast, like reviewing applications, creating show notes, some of those administrative tasks. I complete them in that one block. By the way, if you would like to apply to share your expertise on the show, there's gonna be a link to my application in the show notes, so you can do that as well. Now, let me tell you how I have my Acuity set up for the podcast for guests. When they click the link to schedule a guest chat, all of the information that I need from the guest is collected for me. That's their bio, their headshot, a link to their website, a link to their freebie if they have one, links to their social media accounts, their mailing address because I send little handwritten thank you notes in the mail, and they submit three to five questions that I use to help guide our chat so it showcases their expertise. Now the automated reminders that go out are priceless. They provide quick reminders like have an external mic, put your devices on do not disturb, have water on hand, choose a confined space, and it includes a link to Zoom, which is how I record guest chats. And if a guest needs to reschedule, guess what? They do so with one click from the link inside of the confirmation email or the reminder email, and I don't have to do a thing. Now, speaking of Zoom, Zoom is tool number four. Everyone is familiar with Zoom by now. It's one of the most universal web meeting platforms that just about everybody uses and it produces great audio sound. Now, since you can record on Zoom, you can use it to interview your guests and then download the recording. The best part is you don't have to spend time educating your guests on how to use it or asking them to create an account because more than likely they're already using it. Now, while it's ideal to be recording your podcast in a quiet space on your desktop or on your phone or however you're recording, you or your guest also has the option to do it on the go with the mobile app. So if there's an instance where you have to record in your car because the mood hits you or it's quieter than inside of your house, you can do that too. Now, tool number five, once you've got everything all recorded, you need to do some editing and that's where this tool comes in. Audacity. 
Audacity is one of the most commonly recommended podcast editing tools that you're going to hear about and you can use the free version like I do. It comes with all the features and basic editing options that you need to create, produce, and publish a professional podcast episode. It's pretty easy to use and you can easily import additional audio clips. Like if you have a custom intro like I do for each episode, you can create that branded trailer like you hear about my podcast every episode and you can create those custom intros and then import those clips and make it one file for your podcast. Now, once you've got it all recorded, you need to put it somewhere so that it can be heard. That's where your web host comes in. So tool number six is Libsyn. Libsyn is what I use to host my website. It's one of the leading podcast hosts and it makes it very easy for you to send your episodes to the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. There's a pretty extensive list. They're connected to just about everything. But all you have to do is upload your episode into this one place and it pushes it out for you using your RSS feed. Libsyn makes it very easy to embed an audio player directly onto your website and blog posts, which extends your reach online. Or you can share the link to your podcast page on social media. Now you do have to pay for hosting, but plans start as low as about $5 a month. Now for tool number seven, Canva. So to promote your podcast episodes on social media, you need graphics. And Canva is one of the best online tools you can use because it's very user friendly. What you can do for your podcast is create branded image templates for Instagram, Instagram stories, Facebook, your blog, Pinterest, you name it, you can create a template for it. Then all you have to do is add the detail information for every episode. The free version allows you to do this or you can upgrade to the pro version for a small monthly fee and then you get access to more stock images and some other bells and whistles that you can use in your graphics. But there's also a mobile version so you can access your account, your templates, your images while on the go. That's a winner right there. Now tool number eight is the headliner app. Now I'm sure you've seen images online. It's a still image that has the audio wave in it. That's what you use headliner for. Some of you may be more familiar with wave app. So this app lets you create audio clips, which is great for a podcast. You clip a small section of audio and you use it as a teaser for your episodes. Now, it may take a little bit of playing around with it to figure out how to create your images or your audiograms a little bit more efficiently, but it's really worth the time. And the great thing is they count as videos, which really increases your engagement online and piques interest in your podcast at the same time. Now, why I chose to use Headliner is because it's integrated with my Libsyn account. So all I have to do is select which episode I want to create a headliner video for, and it automatically moves that content over to headliner for me to create the audio image. Tool number nine, Google Drive. So after you do all of this work, you have all these moving pieces associated with your podcast. You need to put the pieces in a central location so you can access it. You've got show notes, transcripts, images, all those things. So create a folder for your podcast 
Then create a folder for every episode so you can organize things by the episode number and put the associated documents in there that go with that episode. And the last tool, number 10 is ConvertKit. So you need to keep in touch with your listeners, which is easy to do with ConvertKit, which is what I use for email marketing, but you can use whatever email marketing platform you like. But basically you need to create an email signup form, add it to your website to collect your listeners information and get them to subscribe to your email newsletter. Create custom email sequences that welcome your new subscribers to your podcast list Introduce them to other products and services that supplement the valuable content that you share in your podcast episodes. So that was a lot in a little bit of time. And those are just a few of the tools that I use to produce my podcast every week. Now, if you have questions about using any of them or automating your process for booking guests on your show, send me a voice message so that I can respond to you on Instagram in stories or even compile them and create a Q&A episode on the podcast. I'll put a link to my SpeakPipe page in the show notes so you can record that message for me. Now if you're looking for a course that will guide you through the launch process, I recommend you look at Podcast Pro University. That's the course that I took and it's amazing. It walks you through naming your podcast, brainstorming episode topics, setting up some of the tools that I use and describe to you today, finding guests and so much more. And I actually launched my podcast before I finished the course. My affiliate link for you to check that out is in the show notes as well. Now, if you want to know more about what life is like behind the mic of a podcaster, if you haven't already done so, go back and listen to episode 25 because I share some lessons that I've learned as a podcaster. In episode 50 is a panel discussion with four of my podcast besties, and we talk about our journey as podcasters, how it's benefit our business. We really pull the curtain back on life behind the mic. Links to both of those episodes are gonna be in the show notes as well. So I wanna thank you again for tuning in today and learning about some of the tools in my podcaster's toolbox. And until next time, keep calm and streamline.